Welcome to the Crypto Confident Podcast for Grown Women with Ansela. We keep tech talk to a minimum. We want you to understand crypto because it does not have to be complicated. Grown women, let's talk crypto. This episode is brought to you by the Crypto Confidence Beach Retreat. Join us for lots of fun, networking, learning, and celebrating. We want you to meet other crypto enthusiasts that can help you along your crypto journey. Get all the details at BeCryptoConfident.com. This episode, we welcome Matthew LaRose. This is a feature episode that we call Crypto in Black and White. Welcome, Matthew. Welcome to the Crypto Confident Podcast. So nice to have you with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your your podcast. Wonderful, wonderful. I just want to share our backstory real quickly. Matthew and I met at Consensus 2022 in Austin, Texas, because we were both working at the help desk, which was the um, social token that CoinDesk launched at Consensus, and we were there to help people with their wallets and so forth to be able to get and redeem help tokens. I'm sorry, desk tokens. So that's our story. That's how we met. We found out we had a lot of things in common. So Matthew, why don't you tell us about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my name is Matthew LaRose. Uh, I'm 33. I got a background in finance. Um, we met at the Austin Consensus that conference. That was a lot of fun. 20,000 people all excited about the same thing from varying various backgrounds all over the world. Right. Um, but yeah, we're, I'm in the process of having a book published. So that was kind of uh, a, a common thread that we had. You're, you're a published author yourself. So I was like, oh, let me fat, follow in your shadow, like get some alpha from, from you. So um, yeah, I've been, I've been in the crypto space since 2017. Um, things have been up and down just like the market, but overall my experience has been pleasant. We even have that in common. I've gotten crypto in 2017 as well. So one thing that Matthew and I also do is we both focus on helping new people onboard into the crypto space. And that I feel like that's so important because there's a lot of conversation around wanting to increase the the number of people in the community, but not as many people are reaching out to do that. So I think that what we're doing is very noble, Matthew, because it takes time. It takes patience to be able to explain to people. Um, why they should be into crypto, what are the first steps. First of all, we're bringing awareness because a lot of people don't even know that they should be in crypto. So as you're talking to people, what are you finding are some of the responses that you get when you say, you know, I'm doing this or I'm, I can show you how to do this. What are the responses you typically typically get? Yeah, so in the, that's a great point. Yeah, that's one thing I appreciate about you is um, things like DeFi, NFTs, Web3s, like these are all topics that I believe will change the world. But we have to, there's a learning curve when it comes to crypto. And we all, people in crypto, we would like to think of our bags and get excited about certain things. But if we want mass adoption to ha- happen, we have to fill in the gap for educating others. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for, for me, one of the things I, 
when I have conversations with people, I get a lot of different excuses or reasons and talking to different people from backgrounds, whether they're wealthy, middle-class or poor. Um, uh, honestly, some of my my reasons for getting in crypto kind of answer all those concerns. Um, some people are like, oh, I'm too old, I don't understand. I'm too young. Uh, I don't have enough money to invest. Uh, I don't have the time to understand it. All this is confusing. Um, is this legal? Um, there's just a lot of different uh, things I've experienced. I feel like I've helped enough on board enough people to kind of experience most of the concerns. But um, in my, my opinion, I feel like the same reasons why anyone should get in crypto applies to everyone across the board. And what's that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's like uh, a ton of reasons. Most people in the world they struggle to make ends meet. Most people in the world live paycheck to paycheck. So we're already struggling just to survive as it is. And governments around the world, everyone is printing money like crazy. And we not only have to make enough money to survive our own family needs, but we also have to make, we have to learn how to invest to kind of offset inflation. I mean, like I said, governments around the world are pretty, printing unlimited money and we as humans ch use our whole life to chase something that they keep printing more of that's constantly yeah. devalued. So we have to learn how to invest. I know we all have different things and live busy lives, but crypto, in my opinion, is one of the best asset classes to get into, especially from a beginner. Um, I believe it, it since not only is it a new asset class, it gives the average person a fighting chance. Me and you weren't around when real estate was created, our gold and silver, our bonds, our stocks. Mm -hmm. um, where This is a new type of technology being created before our very, very own eyes. Now, granted, there's going to be crazy swings up and crazy swings down, but nowhere we, we, we're in a position where we're able to be on the ground floor. And I believe crypto is going to be a reset of wealth for different industries. And if you can capture a small part of that, I think you can, it could be a good opportunity to help change your family's legacy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Very well put. And I agree so wholeheartedly with everything that you said, um, because crypto does have a very low barrier to entry. You don't need lots of money. You don't need to really understand a whole lot of financial jargon. You know, there's stuff to learn, true, but you don't have to put in applications for approval. You can just get in a wallet, get on an exchange and get some crypto as little as five dollars if that's all you can afford. So that's one of the, my favorite things about cryptocurrency as well. Last night um, we had day two. I did a challenge in my Facebook group and it was the, the abundance mindset challenge. And one of the attendees asked me, well, why would you get into crypto instead of stocks or something that's been around for a long time? And just in my opinion, as a non-financial advisor who does not know everything, just my own personal opinion, it makes more sense to me to get into something that's the future instead of learning something that's the past. That's just me and how I choose to move. But regardless, I do encourage people to invest in something, learn something and invest in it because just getting um, a salary as your sole source of income is very, very, um, can be detrimental if we're, if we're being honest, because that same salary that you depend on can go away like that. If there's someone in a position that can decide if you have a job tomorrow or not, they have the power to do that. 
So if you are counting on someone to feed you, that same person can starve you. So I am a firm believer in have options, have something else going on that you're not solely depending on a paycheck. So yes, that said, we're in agreement on that, right? Because this is this is where we are. And I'm, you know, the last two years have shown how quickly things can change. You know, people went to work and okay, we're on lockdown, people lost jobs, just like that. Lots of people. Then we had all the problems with housing and, you know, it, we could go on and on and on. So nothing is guaranteed. Of course, we can't foresee the future, but the reality is at least if you make the best plan that you can make with the information that you have, that's about the best thing that you can do. So you said that you've had some ups and downs since 2017. What has been your most interesting experience thus far since you've been in crypto? Wow. Uh, I would say so. So kind of like to skip ahead of kind of my personal testimony um, in 2020, uh, I felt like what you said, uh, I found myself like a lot of people getting stimulus checks, uh, working from home and not being able to go uh, many places. So my background is in finance. So typically the topic of conversation around the cubicle or water cooler is uh, just financial topics It's real estate, stocks, crypto, whatever. But um, I saw the stocks and crypto and all the markets out at all time low. So that's when I decided, oh, let me start deciding to day trade stocks. So I, I, I went on a financial journey of like eight to 10 hours a day, just learning about money, how it was created, how it works, stocks, uh, loans, debt, anything under the sun. I was just consuming it. Well, flash forward to 2021, very beginning. Um, GameStop had the short squeeze mm -hmm. against the hedge funds and I was day trading on an app and they only allowed you to sell and not buy on GameStop. Now I didn't, I wasn't a GameStop holder, but I was watching from the sidelines and I lost all my trust in those, those apps. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm taking all my money off the apps and getting into crypto. Well, flash forward, um, basically some of the stuff I learned in stocks, I was able to apply in crypto. And one of the beautiful things about crypto is 24 seven, it's worldwide and it's access to money all over the world and not just limited to the United States. The United States is an awesome co country. Our economy is awesome compared to others. But within stocks, I was only able to trade between the hours of eight and 3.30 and I wasn't an accredited investor. So I was only able to make three trades throughout the week because I didn't, I wasn't trading with $25,000. So go, to go back to what you said, there's a barrier of entry when it comes to stocks and other asset classes with crypto, not so much. So kind of like, I guess my craziest thing that happened was I took some of the stuff that I learned from stocks day trading. I had an investment, uh, I put in $1,500 and I basically day traded it up until 10K. And then when the bull market start, started, that one investment went from 10K to over 150,000. Uh, within a matter of a month. Nice. Now I didn't time the market right, and I ended up cashing out at fifty thousand. It was kind of a whirlwind, but that one testimony for myself kind of basically kind of propelled my, I guess, name for myself and brand in crypto because uh, I had a personal testimony. But then later on that year, I started helping other crypto people 
and they had a little bit more confidence in me since I've kind of been in different uh, industries. Mm-hmm. And there was like a two month uh, window where I helped onboard over like a hundred people, new people nice. in the crypto space in 2021. But as far as there's been a lot of crazy things that happened, but if I had to say one thing was that one testimony that I had as far as whirlwind success, I was like, from $1,500 to 150K within a month, I was like, okay, there's something to this crypto thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So. And um, what happens sometimes is people will hear those stories, you know, that they'll see this huge increase, but what they don't realize sometimes is we've been holding this stuff for years. You know, we got it, we got it when it was cheap. We just sit and wait and see what happens. And then when that spike happens, so they can't come into it thinking, oh, in three weeks, I'm going to have a 20K. I mean, a 20X return, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> so. And the and the beautiful thing was I got around crypto in 2017. So that was like the last bull market, basically, when things went up crazy. Right. And I saw, I didn't see the success uh, as of that success story. But I did have uh, an investment 10, 20X back then where I put in a little bit of money. But then it also came down a bunch. So the beautiful thing was, I mean, yeah, I was kind of freaking out a little bit because I was like, that's a good chunk of money in a small amount of time. But I had already been through a bull market and bear market cycle that I was able to stomach it. If that it, honestly, if if what if that would have happened to me back in 2017, that that testimony, I would have. I would have cashed out when I went from 1500 to 2000 or 1500 to 5000. Like I wouldn't have been able, I would have been able to stomach the way up or the way down. Um, So the beautiful thing about like being a part of like, I guess having experience in the crypto space, I'm able to have way better conversations or way better perspective with people when, when I give people all the disclaimers about when it comes to crypto and their investment goes up like $50 or down $50. I'm like, I had an investment go down lot more than your whole portfolio. It'll be okay. Like we're still insanely early. One of the things I like to point out was when we were at that conference consensus conference, we were helping some third, like third party employers and they help help get, you know, extra grounds on the boot, extra outside staff. Out of those people, we probably like 80 to 90% weren't really crypto technically savvy. So you that kind of shows you like at a crypto conference other people that they've helped bring help out with the conference if 80 to 90 percent of those people don't know what's going on we are so early compared to the rest of the world that's very true that's a great point matthew because when we went for the first day of training there were maybe what seven of us that understood how to even get a metamask wallet and there must have been what 60 70 people in the, I'm yeah, bad at was, estimations, but away. 50, 60 people, yeah. So, and yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't even thought about that. That's really good. Now, so you talked about your investment going up to 150K, but you pulled out at 50. I'm not mad at you because some people are in this hole till you die <laughs> mentality. So what do you think about that? What do you think about pulling profits? So that, that's a great point. And some, and it's not always a clear answer for all scenarios, but in some ways, like we got, we, everyone gets in this industry to make a profit and to better their family legacy. So at some point you got to take profits and diversify into other cryptos or diversify into other assets or heck even cash for your family. But in some ways you got to have a long-term mentality when it comes to crypto, because this is technology that's going to change the world in my opinion. So you have to have long-term mentality because if you're going to sell or buy at every pump or dump, you're going to 
you're going to not feel so well from playing emotional ping pong. But on the other hand, too, there's a culture of uh, diamond hands. Um, Only weak people sell for profits and like all these different projects like that toxic positivity in this culture is something that has to change or at least for you as a beginner investor, if you have something crazy profits, you need to cash out and diversify in other things. If you put in $1,500 and it goes to 3000 and you believe in the project, yeah, cash out your original investment and then let the rest ride forever. So mm-hmm. there's different things you could do or cash out, uh, put stop losses and cash out along the way or take out increments on the way down. Um, Cause in some, in some ways you're like, man, I, it, it, it was, it's hard for me and hard for like people that actually take the time to study crypto and the technology, you like, especially if you invest in something that goes up, you're like, oh man, this is, could be the next Microsoft, the next Facebook, the next mm-hmm. Apple. It's like, if I hold this forever, I could be the next uh, multimillionaire and drive Lambos. But in reality, most of that stuff does not happen. Even though in crypto, crypto, crypto things can happen quickly um, and riches or wealth can be gained or lost quickly. The as far as wealth goes, you have to have a long term mentality when it comes to wealth. Most people, the for every story, one story you heard of some someone uber successful in crypto, I could tell you nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine stories on Twitter and Facebook about all the people who lost their money. So definitely have long term mentality and always take profits is yeah. something I would recommend. I agree. Um, Definitely long-term for just my personal experience. I got Ethereum at $200 um, per coin. And I was once upon a time in a platform where I was actually earning Ethereum. So my Ethereum was looking right. And then when it shot up in 2021 to 4,800, that was a 24X game. There was no way in the world I wasn't pulling profits. I mean, I took care of some stuff that needs to be taken care of. I took a vacation. You know, I I personally just believe there needs to be balance. You know, I like what you said, you know, take out your initial investment. At least then you're just using house money. That's reasonable. Um, And I think, too, about a story that I saw on YouTube, there was a man, you know, he had a regular $70,000 a year job and he had some Bitcoin, got it in real early. And the the Bitcoin value reached a million dollars and he still didn't pull profit. And I'm like. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not that much of a hodler, but, and I think too, part of me says, you know, you don't know what, will I be here next week? Why not enjoy it? You know, at least some of it, but balance is just really key. So I like what you said too, about the toxic positivity. The reality is we don't know what's going to happen with crypto. I'm, I'm 100% in, but I'm also realistic about who knows what's going to happen. But at this point in the game, I can honestly say I have benefited from being here. So whatever happens, I'm still good because I've made the most of my time understanding and investing as wisely as I could. Um, so the last thing I want to mention earlier, you said about NFTs and DeFi, we know, and blockchain and metaverse, all of this stuff is going to change the world. You know, and that's just real. It's on the cover of Time Magazine for August 2022, all about the metaverse. So I think, too, that crypto is just a great gateway. You know, if you can come in understanding crypto, then that'll help you as you get into these other areas because it's all connected. Would you agree with that? What do you think? 
absolutely um yeah crypto is kind of like the starting point um to kind of like touch base like metaverse like facebook a multi-billion dollar company changing their name from facebook to meta that as far as money comes into space that should show you that people are paying attention uh nfts um Gary V, uh, millions of dollars, billions of dollars being poured into NFTs. Now, obviously, that we'll see where the dust settles as far as like what's going to stick and what's mm-hmm. not. Um, DeFi, decentralized finance, the ability for me to lend out and get a yield without a third party involved, like that. That concept will change the world. So you have all these different things, people utilizing video games, um, just so many things with crypto. But you got to kind of start with understanding crypto uh, tokens and coins and wallets and security before you start getting into all these other things. Because if you just start focusing on one, you start spraying to all these different topics, you'll get lost in the wind chasing uh, JPEG images when you could have just been holding uh, blue chip stuff like Ethereum and Bitcoin and Solana, things of that nature. Exactly. Yeah. And um, it's unfortunate because there is so much negativity out in the world, you know, social media and mainstream media, um, negativity about everything that's in this crypto space and, you know, all the supporting and surrounding elements that people are just saying, but people um, really need to take the time to get their own understanding. Because if you just sit and you're just doing the headline browsing or you just listening to the negative tweets, you will be deterred because let them tell it, you know, this is a trend and it's a scam and it's for illegal activities and woo, woo, woo. But at the same time, you have Visa and MasterCard giving out crypto debit cards. So, I mean, let's just be real. Visa and MasterCard are not going to link their reputable international brands to something scammy. If there, for me, if there's no other reason to believe crypto is legit, that's enough for me, right? Because they would never do that. So this is why our listening public, we, we want people to understand it's, and there really is a sense of urgency to do this because we're getting into this whole CBDC area with, with different governments introducing CBDCs, that central bank, central bank digital currencies. And if that's unfamiliar to you, I encourage you to get some understanding of that as well. It's really going to cause a financial overhaul. So that's just an extra little tip for you to look into if you're still kind of circling the pool, waiting to dump to jump in, right? <laughs> Get some information. Go ahead, Matthew. Yeah. So it's funny you mentioned like Visa and American American Express cards. And obviously, if you're listening to the sound of our voice right now, obviously do your research on research on everything. Don't just listen to what we say. Um, but like Visa and America Mastercard, some of the early negativity on crypto and still is today is one of the things they say, oh, only criminals use crypto. All, all criminals use stuff for crypto. Well, name me a currency that is not used for criminal activity. Okay. So just because a bad person does something bad with the US dollar, does that mean I'm gonna stop using the US dollar? So nothing is different with crypto as well. Another headline you'll, you'll see, see as negative is you'll be like, oh, there, crypto and Bitcoin mining and Bitcoin transactions is such a bad thing on the environment. And I don't disagree with that. But if you actually study Bitcoin mining, like 70 to 80% of the mining is actually energy renewables. If, if the environmental people want to come after Bitcoin mining for wasting energy, 
Let's have a conversation about how much energy is wasted on bank transactions. Let's have a conversation about how much energy is wasted from big cities. So I am all for trying to improve everything we can in the space. But once you, if you start reading all the negative stuff that people put out there about crypto, it's if you, if you just do a little bit of digging, you'll find that either that problem exists in every other asset class or every other industry in the world, or it's a FUD, just fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Right. And that's what media, both social and mainstream, count on people not doing their own research. They count on people just hearing those buzzwords or those taglines, and they just run with it without truly understanding what's going on. And that's what we encourage you, like Matthew said, do your own research. We are not financial advisors. We're just sharing our opinion and our experiences. And we have absolutely no reason to tell you something that's not true. We're not recruiting you for anything. We're not asking you to <laughs> invest in anything. We're just telling you what we're doing and how it's going for us and how we feel about it. It's really that simple. So Matthew, thank you for your time. It's great seeing you. I guess we'll meet up in consensus uh, 2023 in April, right? We'll have a reunion. Absolutely. Hopefully our crypto score is better by then as well. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Is there anything else you want to share? How can um, our audience reach out to you? Yeah, if, if you want to reach uh, reach out to me on Twitter, uh, or give me a follow on the Rose Digital. Um, I have some uh, exciting things coming down the pipeline with the book, and I'll be doing YouTube interviews as well. Um, so our YouTube news and updates. So we got some stuff in the works right now. I'm still in the early stages, um, but just like crypto, the future is bright. Well said, well said. And you do a weekly news report on Twitter? Actually, yeah. I do uh, daily news updates on daily, Twitter, okay. uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, there's sometimes uh, Saturday and Sunday, I'll, I'll squeeze in episodes there. Sometimes, depending on um, my, my sleep, sometimes might not pop out an episode. But Monday through Friday, I typically always have an episode out. I'm trying to transition into YouTube as well. But for now, Twitter is a good place for crypto information. So that's where I'm starting. But there's definitely other platforms out there as well where people can get quality crypto information. Okay, awesome. Well, check Matthew out on Twitter at LaRose Digital. And Matthew, thank you again for your time, your insight, sharing your experiences. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Crypto Confident Podcast. Be sure to check out the Crypto Confidence Collection tools to help you reach your crypto goals. It includes our beginner's manual, start your crypto journey in three simple steps, the budget journal, the gratitude journal, and the password journal. You'll have everything you need to acquire what it is you wish to acquire in the crypto space.